Hello, my friends. Welcome into another episode of the Subscription Web Design Podcast. In this one, I want to share with you some ideas for add-ons that you can use to increase the amount of wallet share that you have with current clients, to just increase the service offerings that you have across the board, and to provide more value to clients as you go further and further into this journey. Um, on our call that we had just yesterday as I'm recording this, um, we had our, our member call and we were talking about ways that you know we could provide value to clients. And one of the things that came up was this idea that you might be really good at graphic design, you might even be really good at coding, really good at just putting all the elements of a website together. But m most clients are looking for more than somebody with technical skills. Yeah, they do need that. But they're looking for somebody who can get a business result for them. And most of the time, that's going to involve services that go beyond just website design. Now, the technical skills are important. And if you want to build a business that's solely based on website design, uh, that's fine. But you're going to have to look for a very particular type of client that all they need is the technical skill and technical help. And that may not even be working for yourself. That might be plugging in and working for another agency as more of a freelancer. Again, a perfectly fine route to take. But if you're somebody who wants to get results for business owners and for people who are um, managing businesses, then you're going to have to start looking at some marketing tools to be able to increase your skill set. And what's cool, if you go back and refer to our episode on fulfillment partners, you don't necessarily have to become an expert in these things to add them into your business. You can strategically work with other people to deliver these services. And a lot of times you don't even have to have the hiring or the processes or the documentation or any of that down or even the knowledge and expertise. You just need to be aware of what the services are, how your fulfillment partner helps to deliver value to the client and then sell that service to the client. And it's a great way to go. And I very highly endorse it. So what sort of things can you actually add on into your business that are like this? I want to give you a list I think there's seven or eight here. I didn't count. Um, but I just want to give you a list of some of the things that we have done in the past that we're doing now and just some other ideas that I've seen from other people just to get the wheel spinning on the types of services that you could offer, okay? So one thing you could do is an email lead booster, an email lead booster. One of the biggest problems that a lot of websites have is they have no way to capture details from customers who aren't ready to make a purchase yet. So if you have somebody who comes to your website and they're not quite ready to make a purchase yet, what do they do? In StoryBrand, we call this having a transitional call to action over and against a direct call to action. So a direct call to action might be work with me or get a quote or request a quote or book a call, whereas a transitional call to action might be download the PDF or download my free email course or sign up for this free course, something like that, that is free. All it costs them is an email address and it gets them into the email list to where you can start building that. We call that a transitional call to action. And an email lead booster is a way that you can help somebody with actually creating that lead magnet, whatever it is, be it a PDF or a course or a video training, you can help them create that. Then you can put the software on the website or help them get set up with software to actually deliver those emails for them regularly, getting the people onto the email list and then making sure that lead magnet gets delivered. 
So our email lead booster comes with the actual creation of the lead magnet, uh, all of the software necessary to get emails rolling in through the website, and then a five email sequence to get them onboarded and start the process of nurturing those customers. Beyond that, you know, we offer additional services, but that's where it starts. So then what happens beyond that? Can you offer email marketing that goes beyond that? Sure you can. And so uh, we offer an email newsletter service. And there's various ways that you can do this. Um, the way that we typically do it is with a once monthly or bi-monthly email newsletter that goes out. And a lot of times, I mean, it just depends on what the client needs, but sometimes we'll do original copywriting for that. Sometimes it's just a you know conglomeration of different blog posts and things that they have uh, available already. But so there's various ways that you can go about having an email marketing uh, plan put together for them. But email marketing is a very quick win and it is a fantastic way for clients to be able to start working with their audience and nurturing their audience into potential customers. Um, it's one of the lowest hanging fruits. And what's cool about that is that it is proven to work so much better than social media for capturing new business. So if you've got traffic already coming to the website or an existing customer list that you can get into emails, email marketing is a way that clients can start seeing tangible results of the work that you're doing together pretty quickly. Okay, so let's talk about SEO now. So we started with email. Now let's move into SEO. We're going to talk about boosters and blogging. So first, SEO boosters. So a lot of websites, especially if they're already developed, will not have been developed with SEO in mind. Again, this is just the reality of, of the case. Lots of web designers are great at doing the design and even good at doing the development, but they don't think about the on-page uh, SEO. And it wasn't until that I had a team working with me that I really started to pay as much attention to this, just in full transparency. You know, when I was in solo mode, I was building a lot of websites and doing things without uh, doing as much SEO as I should have been on the front end. And so that has, you know, come back to bite me a few times. And so I really want to make sure that when we're doing a new website that we're thinking about SEO all throughout the process, we're titling pages well, we're using keywords, we're using schema markup where necessary and where it makes sense. And so an SEO booster is a way that you can actually come in and it's typically going to be a flat fee. You're going to come in, you're going to make some up dates to the current pages based on those SEO best practices and then leave it there. And so this could work for websites that you've done in the past. This could work for uh, new clients that are on your email list that you want to offer this service to. So an SEO booster is a really great way. And I know um, um, I'm not an SEO like expert. So I know that there are different sort of levels to this. In other words, there's certainly a level of SEO of on-page SEO that needs to be in place when you're just, you know, building a website. But I even think that there's a place to actually sell a SEO booster package alongside each new website build that goes beyond just simply what you would do normally. And this could include some keyword research. This could include some, a little, you know, some light content writing. Again, some more schema and, and data markup stuff. So. Think about that. Think about how to actually craft your packages in a way where you can add on some of these services in the initial web design um, and actually charge for it. The second one is going to be, uh, with respect to SEO, is going to be SEO blogging. Now, content is king, okay? Content creation is where it's at when it comes to business. And one of the ways that I like to think about this is, like, imagine a, uh, imagine a pool. You're looking at a pool. And somebody throws a penny 
into the pool. Um, and you are tasked to go look for that penny. Well, it's going to take you a minute to figure out where that penny is. And let's say um, the penny is your website, okay? The penny is like maybe your homepage. So maybe your website has three to five other pages. And so you're in a pool and you're, you know, you've got three to five pennies in that pool, a chance to be discovered, okay? And so you go diving and you go looking in this pool. Will you eventually stumble across the three to five pennies? Sure, but it's going to take some time. They're going to be scattered out all over the place. and There's not going to be a logic to how they connect or anything like that. Now imagine you dump a dump truck full of pennies into the pool. And imagine that that dump truck full of pennies maps to lots of pages on your website in the form of blog posts that answer helpful questions and specific questions that your potential clients are asking or that your clients, potential clients or customers are asking. And you have the answers to those questions on that website. Now, the chance that that website is going to get found is now exponentially higher than it was before because that person's question was asked. And what you may not know is that that person has other questions that also relate to the question that they asked that your website can answer. And it kind of becomes like a, a web connected together of helpful resources for potential clients. This is why SEO and blogging is so important as a long-term discoverability strategy for your website. It takes a while to get this going, believe me. But once it's out there, if you're creating great, helpful, SEO-optimized content, that content is going to start getting found online and it's going to attract people to you. It's a fantastic strategy, whether you're a local person or whether you're doing national SEO. It's a great strategy for getting new clientele and it also helps with the sales process. If the potential clients and customers are able to go to your website and get a lot of their questions answered without even talking to a salesperson, then you're actually having your salespeople work for you in the form of content on the website before they even get to talk to somebody. And that's a fantastic way to grow a business. All right, let's talk about review and reputation management. I love this one. Review and reputation management has been something that has made such a difference for our clients because they're not thinking about how many people engage with reviews before doing business with them. And the number is high, my friends. It's very high. People are always engaging with Google reviews, Facebook reviews, um, Yelp reviews, uh, and, and, and all the different platforms that are out there, depending. I mean, there's even some niche-specific ones, like specific ones for lawyers um, and uh, contractors even. So there's all these review sites. And... There are tools out there that will allow you to, number one, collect more five-star reviews for your clients. Number two, allow you to collect private feedback instead of public negative reviews when possible. Um, and allow you to monitor the reviews across the different sites so that you or, you or your client can actually respond very quickly and take care of both positive and negative reactions to these uh, reviews. And so that is review and reputation management. And we use a great service called Review Lead with this. There's lots of other ones out there as well. Uh, Podio, I think, is another one. And so it's a great service that you can add on and help get reviews. Now, what's really cool about this is especially with Google, people don't realize that your Google reviews can actually be a fantastic source of web traffic because if Google sees good uh, re reviews and authority based on that, then they'll actually 
display, especially local businesses, in their map pack, uh, which is like the three top map results for businesses in their area, depending on what the person is searching. So reviews are kind of like a cheat code to get higher up in the Google search rankings without even organic page ranking. It's very, very cool and a recommended service. Next would be conversion rate optimization. So this is something that we offer. It's the T in our Crest um, uh, framework, and it stands for tracking and testing. That's how we say it there. But it's basically conversion rate optimization. And this is a cool strategy that for it to work for clients, it's really going to require them to have a fair amount of web traffic. I mean, I don't know that I'm just going to throw a number out. I'm not sure that um, less than 1,500 or so you know, page visits per month. I'm not sure how statistically significant changes you make are going to be. And and honestly, probably a lot more than that. I mean, if you've got 10,000, then you're cooking really good on this or, or, or more. Um, but this is a way that you can actually test, well, what words, what colors, what graphic style, what um, just all kinds of different things that you could change and tweak. You can test and tweak these things to see if your conversion rate gets higher. In other words, is the is the color of the button when it, it when it's red does that have a higher conversion rate than if it's black, or than if it's orange, or than if it's yellow? So there's this whole field around conversion rate optimization that you can use to actually test things like that for your clients on an ongoing basis. And in e-commerce, it's extremely lucrative. I mean, you might have, you know, you you might have a five uh, five figure a month contract with somebody in e-commerce doing conversion rate optimization because that's how big of a difference even small changes can make. Now, it's not going to be like that for a lot of businesses. Um, but yeah, it's a great way to make sure that you are never just sleeping on the website, right? That you're always doing your best to make sure that it's converting well and performing well for your customers. That's a service that you can actually add on. Next would be web and marketing strategy. So why not offer to do a monthly or a quarterly strategy call with your clients and add that on to your monthly subscription, right? Just suggest it in the proposal process, add on $100, $150, dollars a month to the initial proposal for web and marketing strategy and justify that value. Let them know how important it is to actually have an ongoing strategy with this stuff rather than just having a website built. And they might say no, and that's fine, but at least give them the option to let them know that you can work with them together on a marketing plan and a marketing strategy beyond just building the website. And then finally, web page copywriting. Now, this is a huge one. Typically, this is going to be upfront that you're going to do. You're going to offer this as a service, as maybe even part of a setup fee for actually getting the website built. But copywriting is a huge contention point for uh, for clients. They don't know what to write. And so you have to either be very specific about guiding them on how to write it, or you could insist that you write the website copy. Or you could just strongly suggest that you and your team write the website copy. And then you actually have copywriters go and interview them. Now, look, this is something that can be done with a fulfillment partner, okay? Fulfillment partners can actually go in, they'll um, uh, interact with the client, they'll get a brief from the client on what they want the website to say, they'll interview the client, ask them lots of good questions. I mean, it's really crazy what all can be done. Everything that I've mentioned here could be done by a fulfillment partner to where if you don't want to, you don't even have to do it. Somebody else could step in and do it for you. So uh, go back and check out that episode on Fulfillment Partners so you can learn a little bit more about the details on that. 
So I hope this gives you some ideas in your business for how you can add on, start getting more wallet share from your clients, start providing higher value to your clients and start scaling your business and even removing yourself if you want to from the implementation of these things. It's a great way to get results for your clients without you having to be the expert on all the little nitty gritty. Now, if you want to learn more intimately the details of this thing or even start interfacing with people uh, like you in the community who can actually provide some of these services for you, I would encourage you to check out the subscription web design group coaching and mentorship program. It's just a subscriptionwebdesign.com. You can get signed up over there for a $1 trial as of this recording, 14 days for free. You go in and you can look at the course and you can watch all the other videos and you can even show up on a member call or two, depending on uh, how your trial hits. And so I'm really excited about the opportunity to interact with you and engage with you. That's just at subscriptionwebdesign.com. And I really hope to see you there. All right, we'll see you guys in the next episode of the podcast and have a great week. Hey there, it's Steve, and I really hope you enjoyed this episode of the show. You know, one of the biggest questions that I get is, okay, Steve, I'm excited. I love this idea of subscription web design, but I have no clue where to get started. If that's you, go to subscriptionwebdesign.com right now, enter your best email address, and I'm going to send you an exclusive training that I did on the five models of subscription web design that will show you the options that are available to you and give you some things to think about on how to get started. And for a limited time, I'm going to include my contract template for subscription web design. I've been asked multiple times to provide this template, and it's usually only available to my paying students. It's a $100 value, but it's yours free. Just go to subscriptionwebdesign.com and enter your best email address there, and I'll send those right to you, as well as send you daily email tips from the trenches of running my agency. See you over there at subscriptionwebdesign.com.